The Pilgrim's Progress, Part One, Chapter Eleven. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, Part One, Chapter Eleven. Now I saw in my dream that by this time the pilgrims were got over the enchanted ground and entering into the country of Beulah, whose air was very sweet and pleasant. The way lying directly through it, they enjoyed themselves there for a season. Yea, here they heard continually the singing of birds, and saw every day the flowers appear on the earth, and heard the voice of the turtle in the land. In this country the sun shineth night and day, wherefore this was beyond the valley of the shadow of death, and also out of the reach of giant despair. Neither could they from this place so much as see Doubting Castle. Here they were within sight of the city they were going to. Also here met them some of the inhabitants thereof, for in this land the shining ones commonly walked, because it was upon the borders of heaven. Here they had no want of corn or wine, for in this place they met with abundance of what they had sought for in all their pilgrimage. Here they heard voices from out of the city, loud voices, saying, Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh, behold, his reward is with him. Here all the inhabitants of the country called them the holy people, and redeemed of the Lord, sought out, etc. Now as they walked in this land, they had more rejoicing than in parts more remote from the kingdom to which they were bound, and drawing near to the city, they had yet a more perfect view thereof. It was built of pearls and precious stones. Also the streets thereof were paved with gold, so that by reason of the natural glory of the city and the reflection of the sunbeams upon it, Christian with desire fell sick. Hopeful also had a fit or two of the same disease. Wherefore here they lay by it a while, crying out because of their pangs, if you see my beloved, tell him that I am sick of love. But being a little strengthened, and better able to bear their sickness, they walked on their way, and came yet nearer and nearer, where were orchards, vineyards, and gardens, and their gates opened into the highway. Now, as they came up to these places, behold, the gardener stood in the way, to whom the pilgrims said, Whose goodly vineyards and gardens are these? He answered, They are the king's, and are planted here for his own delight, and also for the solace of pilgrims. So the gardener had them into the vineyards, and bid them refresh themselves with the dainties. He also showed them there the king's walks, and the arbors where he delighted to be, and here they tarried and slept. Now I beheld in my dream that they talked more in their sleep at this time than ever they did in all their journey and being in thought thereabout, the gardener said even to me, Wherefore dost thou meditate the matter? It is the nature of the fruit of the grapes of these vineyards to go down so sweetly as to cause the lips of them that are asleep to speak. So I saw, when they awoke, they undertook to go up to the city. But, as I said, the reflection of the sun upon the city, for the city was pure gold, was so extremely glorious that they could not as yet with open face behold it, but through a glass made for that purpose. So I saw that, as they went on, there met them two men in raiment that shone like gold, also their faces shone as the light. 
These men asked the pilgrims whence they came, and they told them. They also asked them where they had lodged, what difficulties and dangers, what comforts and pleasures they had met in the way, and they told them. Then said the men that met them, You have but two difficulties more to meet, and then you are in the city. Christian then and his companion asked the man to go along with them, so they told them that they would. But, said they, you must obtain it by your own faith. So I saw in my dream that they went on together, till they came in sight of the gate. Now I further saw that betwixt them and the gate was a river, but there was no bridge to go over, and the river was very deep. At the sight, therefore, of this river, the pilgrims were much stunned, but the men that went with them said, You must go through, or you cannot come at the gate. The pilgrims then began to inquire if there was no other way to the gate, to which they answered, Yes, but there hath not any save two, to wit Enoch and Elijah, been permitted to tread that path since the foundation of the world, nor shall until the last trumpet shall sound. The pilgrims then, especially Christian, began to be anxious in his mind, and looked this way and that, but no way could be found by them by which they might escape the river. Then they asked the men if the waters were of a depth. They said, No. Yet they could not help them in that case. For, said they, You shall find it deeper or shallower, as you believe in the king of the place. They then addressed themselves to the water, and entering, Christian began to sink, and crying out to his good friend, Hopeful, he said, I sink in deep waters, the billows go over my head, all his waves go over me. Then said the other, Be of good cheer, my brother, I feel the bottom, and it is good. Then said Christian, Ah, my friend, the sorrows of death have compassed me about. I shall not see the land that flows with milk and honey. And with that a great darkness and horror fell upon Christian, so that he could not see before him, nor orderly talk of any of those sweet refreshments that he had met with in the way of his pilgrimage. But all the words that he spake still tended to show that he had horror of mind, and heart fears that he should die in that river, and never obtain entrance in at the gate. Here also, as they that stood by perceived, he was much in the troublesome thoughts of the sins that he had committed, both since and before he began to be a pilgrim. It was also observed that he was troubled with the sight of demons and evil spirits, for ever and anon he would intimate so much by words. Hopeful, therefore, had had much ado to keep his brother's head above water. Yea, Sometimes he would be quite gone down, and then, ere a while, he would rise up again, half dead. Hopeful would also endeavour to comfort him, saying, Brother, I see the gate, and men standing by to receive us. But Christian would answer, It is you, it is you they wait for. You have been hopeful ever since I knew you. And so have you, said he to Christian. Ah, brother, said he, Surely, if I were right, he would now arise to help me, but for my sins he hath brought me into this snare, and hath left me. Then said Hopeful, My brother, these troubles and distresses that you go through in these waters are no sign that God hath forsaken you, but
but are sent to try you whether you recall to mind that which hitherto you have received of his goodness and live upon him in your distresses then i saw in my dream that christian was in thought a while to whom also hopeful added these words be of good cheer jesus christ maketh thee whole and with that christian brake out with a loud voice oh i see him again and he tells me when thou passest through the waters i will be with thee and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee then they both took courage and the enemy was after that as still as a stone until they were gone over christian therefore presently found ground to stand upon and so it followed that the rest of the river was but shallow thus they got over now upon the bank of the river on the other side they saw the two shining men again who there waited for them wherefore being come out of the river they saluted them saying we are heavenly spirits sent forth to help those who shall be heirs of salvation thus they went along towards the gate now you must note that the city stood upon a mighty hill but the pilgrims went up that hill with ease because they had these two men to lead them up by the arms also they had left their mortal garments behind them in the river for though they went in with them they came out without them they therefore went up here with much activity and speed though the foundation upon which the city was framed was higher than the clouds they therefore went up through the regions of the air sweetly talking as they went being comforted because they had safely got over the river and had such glorious companions to attend them the talk they had with the shining ones was about the glory of the place who told them that the beauty and glory of it were such as could not be put into words there said they is the mount zion the heavenly jerusalem the innumerable company of angels and the spirits of good men made perfect you are going now said they to the paradise of god wherein you shall see the tree of life and eat of the never fading fruit thereof and when you come there ye shall have white robes given you and your walk and talk shall be every day with the king even all the days of an eternal life there ye shall not see again such things as you saw when you were in the lower region upon the earth to wit sorrow sickness affliction and death for the former things are passed away you are going now to abraham to isaac and to jacob and to the prophets men that god hath taken away from the evil to come and that are now resting upon their beds each one walking in his righteousness the men then asked what, what must, must we, we do, do in, in the, the holy, holy place? place to whom it was answered you must there receive the comfort of all your toil and have joy for all your sorrow you must reap what you have sown even the fruit of all your prayers and tears and sufferings for the king by the way in that place you must wear crowns of gold and enjoy the perpetual sight and visions of the holy one for there you shall see him as he is there also you shall serve him continually with praise with shouting and thanksgiving whom you desired to serve in the world though with much difficulty 
because of the weakness of your bodies. There your eyes shall be delighted with seeing and your ears with hearing the pleasant voice of the Mighty One. There you shall enjoy your friends again that are gone thither before you. And there you shall with joy receive even every one that follows into the holy place after you. There also you shall be clothed with glory and majesty, and put into a state fit to ride out with the King of Glory, when he shall come with sound of trumpet in the clouds, as upon the wings of the wind, you shall come with him, and when he shall sit upon the throne of judgment, you shall sit by him, yea, and when he shall pass sentence upon all the workers of evil, let them be angels or men, you also shall have a voice in that judgment because they were his and your enemies. Also, when he shall again return to the city, you shall go too, with sound of trumpet, and be ever with him. Now, while they were thus drawing towards the gate, behold, a company of the heavenly host came out to meet them, to whom it was said by the other two shining ones, These are the men that have loved our Lord when in the world and that have left all for his holy name. And he hath sent us to fetch them, and we have brought them thus far on their desired journey, that they may go in and look their Redeemer in the face with joy. Then the heavenly host gave a great shout, saying, Blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. There came out also at this time to meet them several of the king's trumpeters, clothed in white and shining raiment, who, with melodious noises and loud, made even the heavens to echo with their sound. These trumpeters saluted Christian and his fellow with ten thousand welcomes from the world, and this they did with shouting and sound of trumpet. This done, they compassed them round on every side, some went before, some behind, and some on the right hand, some on the left, as it were to guard them through the upper regions, continually sounding as they went with melodious noise in notes on high, so that the very sight was to them that could behold it as if heaven itself was come down to meet them. Thus, therefore, they walked on together, and as they walked, ever and anon these trumpeters, even with joyful sound, would, by mixing their music with looks and gestures, still signify to Christian and his brother how welcome they were into their company, and with what gladness they came to meet them. And now were these two men as it were in heaven before they came at it, being swallowed up with the sight of angels, and with hearing of their melodious notes. Here also they had the city itself in view, and thought they heard all the bells therein to ring, and welcomed them thereto. But above all, the warm and joyful thoughts that they had about their own dwelling there with such company, and that for ever and ever. Oh, by what tongue or pen can their glorious joy be expressed? And thus they came up to the gate. Now when they were come up to the gate there was written over it in letters of gold, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. Then I saw in my dream that the shining men bid them call at the gate, the which, when they did, some from above looked over the gate, such as Enoch, Moses, and Elijah, and others, to whom it was said, 
these pilgrims are come from the city of destruction for the love that they bear to the king of this place and then the pilgrims gave in unto them each man his certificate which they had received in the beginning those therefore were carried into the king who when he had read them said where are the men to whom it was answered they are standing without the gate the king then commanded to open the gate that the righteous nation said he which keepeth the truth may enter in now i saw in my dream that these two men went in at the gate and lo as they entered their looks were changed so that their faces became bright and they had garments put on that shone like gold there were also that met them with harps and crowns and gave them to them the harps to praise withal and the crowns in token of honour then i heard in my dream that all the bells in the city rang again for joy and that it was said unto them enter ye into the joy of the lord i also heard the men themselves that they sang with a loud voice saying blessing and, and honour and glory and, glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb for ever and ever now just as the gates were opened to let in the men i looked in after them and behold the city shone like the sun the streets also were paved with gold and in them walked many men with crowns on their heads palms in their hands and golden harps to sing praises withal there were also of them that had wings and they answered one another without ceasing saying holy 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 is the lord and after that they shut up the gates which when i had seen i wished myself among them now while i was gazing upon all these things i turned my head to look back and saw ignorance come up to the riverside but he soon got over and that without half the difficulty which the other two men met with for it happened that there was then in the place one vain hope a ferryman that with his boat helped him over so he as the others i saw did ascend the hill to come up to the gate only he came alone neither did any man meet him with the least encouragement when he was come up to the gate he looked up to the riding that was above and then began to knock supposing that entrance should have been quickly given to him but he was asked by the men that looked over the top of the gate whence came you and what would you have he answered i have eaten and drunk in the presence of the king and he has taught in our streets then they asked him for his certificate that they might go in and show it to the king so he fumbled in his bosom for one and found none then said they have you none but the man answered never a word so they told the king but he would not come down to see him but he commanded the two shining ones that conducted christian and hopeful to the city to go out and take ignorance and bind him hand and foot and have him away then they took him up and carried him through the air to the door that i saw in the side of the hill and put him in there then i saw that there was a way to hell even from the gates of heaven as well as from the city of destruction 
So I awoke, and behold, it was a dream. End of chapter 11 End of part 1 of The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan